The newly elected Mayor Marvin Rees is joining me, as well as Councillor Helen Godwin. Hi guys, welcome back. Hello. Hi. Now I know a subject that's close to both of your hearts is that you want to talk about how you can make politics more approachable or more family friendly, as you said, Helen. Yeah. How are you going to go about this? Well, is it because of people are so apathetic, there's not enough people voting? Is this what you're talking um, about? or? Well, I think that for people to vote and get excited and engage, you need to be looking at politicians who look like you, who are representing your views and understand your life. And I think if you looked at the council chamber, even up until this May, you would have found a lot of white retired people who have amazing expertise and experience, but, you know... Somebody younger than me is not going to see that person think, "Oh, local, you know, local government's exciting." Whereas what we've got now, we've got I think five BME councillors, include, and then we've got Marvin. We've got at least nine or ten people on our side, on the Labour side, that have got primary school age children, guys and 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 uh, women. Yeah. And that just means that we have to see things differently. We have to approach things in a different way. And whether that's the mechanism of the institution, like how long our meetings are and Mm -hmm. what time our meetings are and how much procedures involved versus actually getting things done or whether it's, um, you know, the things that we're talking about. So, you know, we've got a massive opportunity, but it's a huge, it's a huge task. And, yeah. we, you know, to, to, to try and turn that around and just get that interest back. Just making it even possible, isn't it? Yeah. I was trying to convince um, someone I know, um, is a fantastic uh, woman, she's married, husband's a teacher, she's a teacher, they were involved in foster care, she has a real passion about um, kids in care, uh, she's an artist. And when I asked her about, well, would you consider running for council? And she knows I'm still trying to get her to run. She said, one is, I'm, I, I couldn't cope with the childcare. And it was, I, it, um, it'd be too, it, we can't financially do it because the councillors don't actually get a big allowance. No. So trying to survive on her councillor's allowance it's impossible. with all the hours that are demanded of a councillor, with yeah. the husband's wages, a teacher. So we as a city just lost access to someone who would have been a fantastic city councillor because of the childcare. Yeah. And the the financial remuneration, remuner- I never say that word, <laughs> the, <laughs> the allowance the that our, our councillors <laughs> get, yeah. money. Yeah. And that's a real shame. Yeah, And I mean, we I've got an example of this, actually, which w- one of my co-councillors very kindly said to me, look, you know, there is childcare, because I've got three kids that are uh, one, four, and six. So... Um, <laughs> It, it, you know, it can be a bit of a challenge, just, and luckily, my, yeah, luckily <laughs> I've got you know I have got a very supportive husband who who helps out and doesn't see it right. as a chore. So that you know we're it really would be lucky. Impossible, otherwise it would be impossible. I know it's utterly impossible. But so I approached the council and just said, look, I've heard that there's a childcare allowance. Can you sort of tell me a bit about that? And it took a few days, but that's based on um, if you use childcare from a registered childminder. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, if I was to get a babysitter to cover a couple of hours, that right. because all our meetings start at 6.30, which yeah. is, you know, you've got a child. Yeah. Peak, Marvin's got three, peak, peak time for chaos. Yeah, and my school don't even do an after-school club on a Friday. No. You know, it's like, you don't work Fridays, you can't. Yeah. So, you know. So unless just... you're using someone who can provide you with an invoice, yeah. Yeah. you can't get that covered. Yeah, and that's a really small, practical thing. I can see you're ticking over thinking. I'm thinking we've got to sort that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Childcare for, um, for for the position for mums to work is incredibly hard in this country. And yeah. as a single mum, I've just I'm not been able to do it. I've got no family to support me, mm. no partner, no dad on the scene. I've just had to stop working. I had no choice. And I know I'm not alone in that. But you there's know, so much, it? you know, there's so much talent in whatever field. And, you know, in our field, in politics, um, I think that the most 
suitable people for, for the job of city council are our community activists that are already out there doing yeah. amazing things. Yeah. Asha Craig, who's just yeah. been amazing. elected. Yeah. Um, you know, those are the people that we should be scooping up and saying, we need you actually to, to, to be in a position to make decisions. Absolutely. But we can't do that because, you know, there's a mechanism to political parties as well. And that involves evening meetings and getting your name known and, yeah. and schmoozing and all the rest of it. It's just not possible for everyone. And we've got to find ways to make it more accessible. We have to. Absolutely. So, Marvin, have you got any bright ideas or is this something you're just <laughs> working on? <laughs> I'll tell, tell you one first thing that we are trying to do, which is the point of being here today. We're trying to set an example. So I go into work. I, I, someone advised me at least one day a week, make sure you take your children to work. So Monday, I do a short day. The other days are very long, but Monday I go into I go in at uh, ten, and I and I leave uh, by quarter to four. So I walk my boys to school, and I take them to jujitsu, uh, Impact Gym, just to give them a nice shout out. Impact. <laughs> so I do that, and we've also come up with other rules that, um, you know, I am not out every night. So in my first few weeks, there were some nights where I come home at nine o'clock or after every night. I never saw my little girl. Of course, she's one year old. I yeah. didn't see my boys. Now, again, that's not just a a shame for me. It's how do we set an example of how we make this system work? How do we make sure the bureaucracy works in a way that facilitates people to have families? Exactly. As Helen said, if we lose, if the system rules out people who have families and children, we'll end up with one kind of politician. And inevitably, when they start to make rules and policies, it will be in their understanding and their interest. And therefore, Absolutely. we compound the disadvantage facing people who were excluded from politics in the first instance. So we need to look at childcare. We've made a commitment around childcare. One of the things I do want to explore, if I can say it earlier, I'm, I'm not. This isn't a commitment here, but I want to explore the possibility of establishing our own childcare company in Bristol, publicly owned. Um, so it becomes affordable, accessible, dynamic. We can use it as a, as a gateway to employment for people coming back into the workforce and so forth as well. So we need to explore these things. I think we have to have a corporate social responsibility standard around our private sector, making sure that uh, we think not just about making money in Bristol, but the way people make money in Bristol. Absolutely. Um, and actually, even in line with small business, can we support small business? Uh, with the with childcare needs of their um, yeah. uh, employees also yeah, so as when well. When you think about the amount of women like myself and who can't work, then yeah. you're you're missing out on a huge workforce. Oh, and so addressing this is great, and yeah, I'm and, really and excited. Ruth yeah. Pickersgill, who's a fantastic councillor, just got elected to um, to represent Easton as well. Lucky Easton, it's where I live. <laughs> um, she's been talking about you know poverty proofing the school day breakfast clubs and mm. after school supper clubs as well just to lengthen the day but to make sure children at the same time we're tackling the, f the food poverty that some of our, our kids face we can be doing stuff around nutrition after school homework clubs but again what we got to be this is all join up right so we it's not just another burden for schools it's how do we help schools do this how do we get our sports clubs Absolutely. involved for example with those but, activities and we also have to recognize how families function now as well so Ruth has you know she's an amazing grandma as well she's a you know second carer for her for her grandson and and so it's about and, and there'll be elderly people that have caring responsibilities at home as well so yeah. it's about projecting what we would like to see in our community into the the wider community of bristol and the politics of bristol um and we need input to be able to do that okay thank you for addressing that i'm i'm really enthused by what you're saying as well because it just means that for myself included, as well as a lot of women out there and a lot of other family members, that there's a it could be a light at the end of the tunnel, which there hasn't been. Well, would you like to? Would you like to contribute to a piece of work that we do on this? Of course, we could link yeah. up with the Women's Commission and maybe <laughs> using your position yeah. as a presenter on Ujima. I, I think there's also the change in the relation nature of relationship between political leadership and the city. 
it, as it, even in the opening questions, it's not a question of, okay, now you're elected, what you can do about this, what you can do about that. Yeah. It's what now you're elected, this is what needs to happen, are you gonna do it? When exactly. I was looking at the Black, Black Development Agency, that's what I said, we need to move beyond just asking politicians what are the, what are the solutions to our problems, to saying, this is our problem as we understand it, these are the solutions, can you deliver the solution? Absolutely. Take much more charge yeah. and empowerment in relationship to decision Rather making. than being an armchair critic as well. Listen, we've got a few more minutes and I, I really... Welcome to Jamrock. No. <laughs> Will you chill out? I've He's asked me now for about three times for me to play one of my all-time favourite tracks. But we don't have time for music today, Marvin, because you're a busy man oh, and okay. you have a meeting to go to and your lovely PR man, John, who sat there patiently... You're not supposed to mention it. I, think oh, <laughs> I can't not mention me. it. <laughs> he works so hard, bless him. Um, anyway, listen, last time you came on the show was specifically to talk about the future of Carnival. Uh, Council had just announced their, or the uh, had just uh, withdrawn funding uh, from St. Paul's Carnival. We talked at length they had, about they it. Just, they had. They had. <laughs> they had. Hello. <laughs> Are you okay? Did I say something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant like in the last few minutes yeah, someone did something yeah, that I did not yes because there is a meeting going you. on as we speak isn't okay. there so yes no chill out it's okay it's all good it's all good but yes we, pull we, my phone out, yeah, right? we talked at length about the future of Carnival um, I would love to ask you where we're at at the moment well um, I was talking to a couple of the people involved in the, the commission talk about the plans to bring it on my question was look I'm committed to bringing this back I want it back when do you think we can get it lined up? Because it's not just about me doing it. It's obviously got to be of done course. by the community. But this great commission so is being put together and yeah. research as well. So my question is, my, my simple question is, do you think it's 2017 or 2018? Whichever one, when do you think we'll have the capacity to deliver it again? That's my only question. And that determines when we bring it back. But my absolute commitment is to bring it back. I'd also say um, that we're in the process lining, up ourselves, lining ourselves up to bid for European capital of culture. Our collection of city festivals not just the nice posh ones, but the whole community festivals is part of the way we bid for that because I'm not going to go to bid for a European title that is not of the 91 languages and the 50 countries of origin and all the economic inequalities that make up Bristol. It's got to be of the city and everyone must benefit. So again, we can't go for that and lose Carnival. It, it, I wouldn't go not for that. Not an option. So restoring Carnival is just about when we have the capacity within the community to deliver it again. And then we talked also about how do we how do we set up a system where we have skill shares. So those communities that have disproportionate disadvantage in lower educational attainment, for example, are not disadvantaged because not, their next door neighbour is not a lawyer, right? So they don't have the easy resource to have. Yeah. We've got to get that skill share going across the city. Yeah. Again, that will be in our capital of culture approach. Well, that's, that's really great news. And it is about um, keeping it a community-led organisation. Is that important to you? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And do you Although think you can we call can on the expertise. Skills, yeah. Can't we? I mean, well, we, we, where I, about, yeah. I live up in Westbury Park, which is all very nice. With tomorrow, we've got a big street party for the Queen's 90th birthday. Amazingly well organised. You know, every family's paid a tenner. It's, you know, it's going to be a lovely day. But we've got the resources there to make that happen. And, you know... That can't be right, that we can do that. How many people do you think will be going? Probably 100, 150. Okay. So, it's a, you know, it's an afternoon thing, but we've got sure. TV coverage. All of these things happen because, yeah. because of networks. Yeah. Mm. Whereas we've got a responsibility to share those networks across the city. And that's not going in and taking over someone else's festival, but it's saying if you want access to this, yeah. you know, 
Yeah. No, but it's important, isn't it? It is. It's you hit the nail on the head about the skill sets in the community. You know, we need people that are event organisers that can actually make this event happen. But you know, I feel like we've got a, a commitment to say that Carnival is returning. As soon as people are ready to deliver Great. it, I'm making it happen. 